Welcome to another episode of It Is Written. I'm your host, Terry Cato, and I'm welcoming you to this quarantine series that I'm doing. I'm very excited to welcome to the show Dr. Candace Weaver. Dr. Weaver is the author of Nia's Puzzle. Welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having me, Terry. Hi, absolutely. So, um, Candace, I, I like to call you Candace, no disrespect, but we know you're Dr. Weaver. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> so, could you just tell us, give us a little bit about you, tell us a little bit about your background. Sure. Um, so, my name is Candace Weaver. A lot of people know me as CC Weaver as well. Um, I'm a board certified family medicine physician, soon to be double board certified. Um, I'm working on my board certification in lifestyle medicine as well. Okay. Um, I'm a graduate of UC Berkeley, Johns Hopkins, Dartmouth, Toro University, and then I did my residency through UCSF. Awesome. So I am a physician, but I'm also a writer in my spare time. I have three kids, I'm a wife, I bake cookies, so <laughs> there's a lot. Yes, you do a lot. And may I say, um, I will just give your Instagram a shout out. Um, you have a beautiful Instagram page and I'm just so impressed. You are super creative and your cookies are amazing. I see them all the time. I've had the privilege of eating them. <laughs> and not only are they beautiful, they're beautiful, beautiful creations that you don't want to eat, but when you actually eat them, they are delicious. So um, thank you for all that you do. So I, I do want to give you a shout out because as you mentioned, um, you're a doctor and you're out here on the front lines working um, during this pandemic to um, keep us all safe. So I just want to thank you for your service. So let's jump. Yes, thank you. So let's jump into your book, Nia's Puzzle. Um, when did you decide that or, or when did you decide that you wanted to be a writer? That's actually a tough question. I've always been a writer. There was never a decision um, that I wanted to be it, um, if that makes any sense. I think yeah. I remember being as, as soon as I learned how to read and write, I remember taking pieces of paper, folding it and stapling it into a book and writing and drawing and um, writing short stories. And in fact, I think I remember in the fourth grade, I got an award in my class for writing um, a book that was in the form of a poem. Mm -hmm. So I've, I've always been a writer. Um, I just didn't do it as a career. Absolutely. And what inspired you to write your first book, Nia's Puzzle? I have it for my kids and, it's, and we read it together. It's a cute book. What was the inspiration behind that? There's a lot of things that inspired me to write this particular story. Um, I actually had a pretty tumultuous uh, period of, in my life, in my 20s, especially going through college, you're learning yourself, you're you know, going through relationship issues and deciding what you wanna do in your life and your life trajectory. And um, somehow I found myself in the middle of Tanzania, living in a hut by wow. myself. <laughs> I went on a volunteer trip after I had gone through a really, really bad breakup and just a series of um, pretty bad life events. Um, my father had just passed away. I had no money. And I just decided to up and leave and volunteer my time in, in Africa. And I was having a little bit of a pity party for myself. And I spoke with someone who was a leader in that community. 
And he told me, look around, look at all these people, look at the things that you have back in the States in your car and your condo and you're in medical school, you have all these things. And look at these people, how they're living. They're happy every day. They're smiling every day. What do you have to be upset about? And it really changed my perspective. And um, I had this story on my heart for a long time and I just didn't know when or how I was going to tell it. And I would always kind of tell it to people, but never put it down in writing. And um, the story really was inspired by that experience and the, the experience of knowing that one day everything is going to work out. Be grateful for being in the moment. Be happy where you are and how you are. And be just, you know, it's a story really of gratitude and perspective. Absolutely. And it's amazing how um, we can go halfway around the world to learn a basic lesson. And I actually have a personal tie to Tanzania. My father-in-law, he um, found, um, I guess, a family in a village there in Chomi, Tanzania, you know, way wow. up on that mountain. Um, <laughs> like you're going to Mount Kilimanjaro, you know, you uh -huh. his village, you go left from Mount Kilimanjaro and you go right to head up the mountain to his village. And he just became one with these people in Tanzania. And about two years ago, I had the privilege of actually visiting the village and seeing the house that he built and just seeing all of the amazing uh -huh. things that he did for the village people. He's gone on, um, he's passed away now. But um, you're absolutely right. Um, the people in Tanzania that I encountered, they were just, they were absolutely beautiful. They were so happy. And you just look around and um, just looking at them living and existing. And mm -hmm. you just realize that um, they are blessed mm -hmm. and we are blessed. And mm -hmm. we just have so much to be grateful for and so much to be thankful for. Um, I was just amazed at just village life and, you know, basic village life. It just made me appreciate life in the United States just that much more, you know, because Absolutely. we have just so much at our disposal. You know, I, I was thanking God for everything. After my trip to Tanzania, I was thanking God for paved roads. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I was like, just and what a beautiful country it is, and yeah. such beautiful people, and just happy. And um, I had an absolutely amazing time. It was a life changing experience for me. Absolutely, same here, same here. So we we share that experience. I totally can relate to what you're saying. And um, and back to your writing journey. As you were, um, you know, writing Nia's puzzle, did you have? Did you realize that you have any specific like writing quirk or anything that you maybe learned about yourself while you were writing the book? Um, I like writing in rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> And what's funny is when I was shopping my book around um, multiple times, a lot of the publishers are looking for books that aren't in rhyme um, mm. for children's books. Mm -hmm. um, they're like, you know, been there, done there, done that. Everyone's not Dr. Seuss. So mm. it, it doesn't need to be in rhyme because actually when you write a story in rhyme, you're very limited in the word choices that you have. Mm -hmm. So um, a lot of the publishers kind of were a little bit skittish about my book being a rhyming book, but it was what was on my heart and the words just came to me and I just decided to stick with it. Right. That's awesome. Awesome. I love that. Um, me too. I, I'm also, I'm not just a, an author, but I write songs and <laughs> I noticed that about myself. I love to write in rhyme. It's just so fun. 
to yeah. me. So I can totally relate to that. Now, um, Ania's puzzle, this isn't your first and only, right? You have other things that you're working on and perhaps that may be coming down the pipeline. Did you want to share any of that? I'm always looking to do some new projects. I think my next project will probably be a little bit more academic. It might have something to do with lifestyle medicine. Once I complete my board certification in that, I would really like to help the African-American community in lifestyle changes. Mm -hmm. um, so that is probably a pro my next project, but I'm always, I always have a story on my heart and I'm always, um, you know, inspired. So when the inspiration hits me, I think I might go for it one more time. Awesome. That's great. And being that you are, um, you're a wife, you're a mother, you're a professional woman. Um, when did you find the time to write your book? You know, that's, that's a question that I get all the time as an author. When do you have the time to actually write? You know, for children's books, it, it really doesn't take a whole lot of time. I think the most uh, time investment is in finding a publishing agent, finding a publisher, getting the book published if you do the self-publishing route. Um, that's the majority of the time. And a lot of the things now, especially now that we have the internet, it can be done while your children are asleep. So I actually wrote my book at five o'clock in the morning one day, and most of my editing was done early in the morning or late at night after my children went to sleep. And that's kind of the way I operate in general. So put the kids to bed eight o'clock and then I work on my third job, right? Which is right. writing in my other creative endeavors. Right. Awesome. And, um, and, and I had another question. It just eluded me. Um, press. That's what it was. Press. So for us writers, that's a big thing. Are you going to self-publish? Are you going to go with one of the major publishers Publishers or a small press? So what route did you go? Did you, you, did you use a small press or did you self-publish or could you tell us a little bit about that journey? Mm -hmm. I ended up going with a small um, publishing agent. Her name is Amber Robbins. She's also a black woman physician oh, and she started her own publishing company called Robbins Nest. Mm -hmm. And Robbins Nest actually is, um, helps authors self-publish and they also do publishing themselves. So I was very, very fortunate to find her. I thought it was a great fit after um, kind of speaking with a different, a couple of different other options. I think that this was the best for me at the time. And um, I encourage everyone to check out Dr. Amber Robbins. She's up and coming publisher and physician. Awesome. That's great. I love that. And any advice that you would give to aspiring authors? Hmm. Don't give up. Don't be discouraged. And, and this, is, this is good advice in general in life, right? Uh, the same thing that when you're applying for college, people are going to tell you no, and that's the worst they can do. Don't be afraid of no. Don't mm -hmm. give up. If you have a gift that you'd like to share with the world, just go for it. And at the end of the day, if you can't find a publisher, there's always self-publishing. There's many, many ways to get your gift out to the world. Do it. Don't be afraid. Don't hesitate don't procrastinate just go for it absolutely i love that don't be afraid of no mm -hmm. that's the worst that could happen and don't be afraid of no i love it so as we get ready to wrap is there anything else that you would like to share with everyone out there um well just about the basic point of the book so it's an analogy of life being like a puzzle and it's it's told 
uh, in the form of a grandmother telling her grandchild a story that was passed down to her from generation to generation, mm -hmm. that life is like a puzzle. And sometimes we get pieces that don't make any sense. They're misshapen, they, they're odd. And uh, maybe you'll get a blue piece and you think that blue piece belongs in the sky and you're forcing it and forcing it, forcing it where it doesn't belong. Mm -hmm. And actually one day down the road, you're gonna find out that that blue piece was actually the color of someone's shirt or their eye or something else or the ocean, right? So um, the analogy is basically that life, um, you get little pieces at a time and when they don't make sense, it's your job to put that piece aside for later or turn it around from a different angle, but don't try to force it and don't be discouraged when something doesn't work out because in the end of the, at the end of the day, you're gonna look back and you're gonna have all your puzzle pieces and that little piece that you thought was so significant at one point ends up being an insignificant part of the puzzle and the bigger picture makes more sense. So um, that's the point of Mia's puzzle and I hope that everyone gets that message. Absolutely. It's a beautiful message. I love that. You are so right that sometimes when we're going through things in life and we see this little piece of the puzzle, at that point in time, you're right. We think that it's so significant, but mm -hmm. you know, it may just be in the big scheme of things, in the grand scheme of life, that that little piece, it just was a small part. You know, it wasn't major. So I love that analogy that you use. And I encourage everybody um, to go out and get Nia's puzzle. And I think you have Nia's puzzle <laughs> with you right there. Um, that's a beautiful <laughs> cover. Yes, I love the commercial. So Nia's puzzle, how can we find it? You can find it on Amazon or Barnes and Noble. And you can also find me on Instagram at CZDoesIt, that's spelled C-E-A-S-Y-D-O-E-S-I-T. Um, and there's links to purchase straight from my Instagram. Yes. Awesome. Thank you so much, um, you, Dr. Weaver, for joining us today <laughs> and talking about Nia's Puzzle. Um, it's a very um, well done book. Um, like I said, I bought it for my kids and I enjoyed it. They enjoyed it. So thank you so much for um, blessing um, the world with what you do in terms of your, your medicine, your practice, and in terms of your writing and in terms of your other creative gifts. <laughs> so um, follow um, Candace on um, Instagram. You will not be disappointed. You will probably wonder how in the world can this lady um, have a husband, have children, um, go out and do her job, and then create these, do these amazing creations. Because you not only do um, cookies, but I've seen some of your other um, just home projects, and I'm like, oh my god, like, okay, she's doing her fireplace mantle, like, when she has time, or you were doing some project, I'm like, this is just amazing, like, refinishing furniture. So I'm like, well, get it, Dr. Cece. <laughs> You thank are you, like motivation. <laughs> so um, thank you once again for um, joining us for another episode of It Is Written. Thank you, um, Dr. Candice, for joining us. And everybody out there, we're living in such um, tumultuous times right now. So let's just um, take it one day at a time. Let's just be patient with ourselves, be patient with each other. And just remember that what the world needs now is love, sweet love. So mm -hmm. on that note, I will leave you with another episode of It Is Written. Um, thank you for joining in and take care. Thank you, Terry. <laughs>